Hey lady, welcome to the Elevate Her podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Mariuki, leadership coach, career queen, twin mom, and wife. If you are ready to step into the level 2.0 version of yourself, girl, you've just found yourself a cheering squad that will help you do just that and even more. From one career woman to another who navigated the challenges of being a black woman in a profession that lacked diversity, with no rule book to help me figure out the keys to climbing the corporate ladder, I am on a mission to change this scene for good. In the last few years of my 10-year career, I not only overcame the challenges that held me back from the mid-level career slump I found myself in, but unlocked the doors to land big promotions in my career, become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm, get my confidence game on and become a trusted leader. If you are ready to shake off the self-doubt that's been holding you back, uncover your value, get seen, promoted, and paid like the leader you deserve to be without more degrees, qualifications, or inauthentic networking tactics, stay tuned because you are about to get elevated. Okay, I am pulling back the curtain to the brand new personalized group program, The Elevate Collective to help you fast track your success into becoming a confident, capable and authentic leader, getting recognized and paid what you rightfully deserve. Enrollment is officially open and I am so excited to announce this just to my podcast listeners for now because I know if you are listening to this podcast, you are serious about elevating your career. Elevate is a six-month-long group program where you will feel supported and empowered to turn what you learn into action and tangible results. Plus, we focus on the long game, not just techniques and tools to help you negotiate your salary, ace that performance review, get that promotion you've been working towards, but we equip you with the mindset required to be the leader now and stand out in such an impactful way that you don't even have to sell your skill set anymore. You've just become critical talent that no organization wants to lose. But I know what you're probably thinking right now because putting down a personal investment in your career can make you feel a bit nervous and that's normal. But there is a difference between depending on your employer-sponsored trainings to get ahead of the career curve and taking a step to invest in yourself. The difference, commitment and effectiveness. And that's why the Elevate Collective is more than just a training hub. This is a power-packed group program where I hold you accountable to your big goals through hot seats, group calls, recorded trainings, Q&A sessions, Monday Mindset Elevate, which is almost like a gym workout session for building mental fitness. We also have guest trainings on all things personal branding on LinkedIn, building your money mindset and wellness. This is really all you need to elevate your career in 2023. Plus, if you enroll before 31st December, you're going to get $250 off and a one-on-one -on -one goal setting session with me to jumpstart your year. This is an invite-only application group, ladies. It's capped at five members because I want to keep it small and intimate so I can support you very closely. We already have a waitlist of women who are waiting to get in, so don't wait until the last minute to get your spot in Elevate. Grab the link in the show notes so we can talk about whether the collective is a good next step for you and your career journey. We start in the last week of January 2023 and I cannot wait to see you inside the Elevate Collective. Hi ladies, welcome back to the Elevate Her podcast. I am super, super excited to 
hopefully be one of the first people outside of your family, of course, to wish you a very, very happy and special 2023. I am so, so pumped about it. I know that it's going to be amazing. And one of the reasons it is going to be so good is because we are preparing and planning for the great things that we want to happen. So I have a very interesting question to ask you today. Are you interested or committed to your 2023 goals? Now, I know if you're listening to this podcast, you're definitely committed. I know that I only have committed, amazing, ambitious women in here who want nothing but really, really amazing, great career results. And I know that you work hard for it too. But the reason I'm asking this question is because we often get very excited at the start of the year. And if you have not listened to episode 70, because this is almost like a follow on to episode 70, where I talked about goals, how to actually set yourself for breakthrough success when it comes to goal setting and achieving them, please listen to it and then come back to this episode. Okay, so we get excited because it's the new year you know, clean slate, everyone is talking about what they want to achieve. And then it's almost like an afterthought in terms of, okay, what's the game plan towards that, right? Because it's great to know what you want. But then again, we need to take our careers into our own hands, right? We need to take back control and we need to stop thinking that our promotion, that our pay raise is in the hands of our boss or of the key decision makers in the organization. All right. So let me tell you about my view on how to actually break down those goals into action steps that you can follow through on, right? Because it's so, so important that you don't just, you know, get into this flurry of being excited about 2023 and about what you want to achieve. And then in two weeks time, you're already just back into default mode. We want to stay intentional and consistent in our pursuit for our career goals. Okay, so you already know what your goal is. You have full clarity on what you want and it is not a should, right? If it is something that you believe you should be doing because of the level you are at, because of where you are in your organization, because of what your boss told you, please revise that goal. I want it to be something that excites you and I want it to be something that you and you alone want, right? Not something that other people expect you to do, right? Okay, so you've done that work. Now I want to think about, okay, how are we actually going to break this goal down into something actionable? Remember in last week's episode, I also talked about making sure that your goals are huge, big. If it is not a big enough goal, that's just a plan. It's not a goal. Okay, so you've thought about what is this big thing that you want to achieve that you've never done before. That's really what's going to get you out of your comfort zone. And that's what's going to give you the growth that is required. Now we need to think about, okay, how do we stay committed to achieving this goal? Whether there are setbacks, whether there are things that we don't expect to happen. You know, we don't get on that promotion list the first time round. Our boss says we're not quite ready for the next level. We get feedback that we weren't expecting. How do we stay consistent in our pursuit for these goals? Now, for me, the two things that I would say are so critical as you plan and prepare for the year. 
So this is almost like a preparation episode for the year, right? Because I want to make sure that when you get back to work, you are hitting the ground running. You're not going to work and then thinking like it's an afterthought of, oh, okay, yeah, I want to get promoted this year. What should I be thinking of or what should I be focusing on? And you also don't want to be going to work and asking your boss or your people leader what you should be doing. I want you to take this fully and squarely into your own hands and take responsibility for it. So you want to think about what are your standards, right? And every time I ask my clients this question, when we are doing goal setting, they kind of sit back and think, okay, what exactly do you mean by standards? So a lot of times you probably even already have standards. Most of the goals people set are actually standards. So if you look at people's New Year's resolution lists, oh, I want to be going to the gym twice a week. Oh, I want to be eating healthy. Oh, I want to do a marathon this year. Those things are standards that help them achieve a specific goal. Okay, that's not a goal in itself. It's just a micro habit that is going to help you become the person you need to be to turn that goal into a reality. So, for example, let me give you a few examples of what standards could look like in a career context, because I think it's very easy when you think about it in terms of fitness, but in terms of careers, because, you know, people don't talk about this as much. It, sometimes it's very difficult to conceptualize. So, Let's say your goal this year is to secure a leadership position in your company. So let's say you're a manager and you want to become a divisional leader or a department head, whatever that looks like in your organization. Your standards could be, for example, in meetings. How do you want to show up in meetings? So one of your standards could be I am going to make sure that I do not leave a meeting without making a comment or asking a question. Another standard could be I am going to make sure that every single month I am part of a high visibility, high impact project that brings out my unique leadership style. And this is something I teach and coach my clients on in our programs. Another standard could be I want to be the solution master. So I want to make sure that when I am in a project or when there are you know, issues or there's a challenge at work or there's something going on, I don't want to be the one who's complaining. I want to be the one who is bringing out solutions. Another example of a standard could be I want to be the person who everyone rallies around when it comes to thinking about who is that you know, team nurturer, who is that person who mobilizes and motivates people to look after their teams. So you, one, your standard could be, I'm going to make sure I check in and I message each team member every single week or every other week, just to ask them how they're doing, nothing related to work. So those standards then become built in to what you do every single day consistently and persistently towards this big goal that you're working for. Right. Remember, a successful career is just a combination of successful days. A successful year is a combination of successful months is just the product of successful days. How do you have successful days? By making sure you are clear on what your standards are in pursuit of that bigger thing that you're going after. Right. And it also kind of helps you in breaking down that goal and making it more practical. Right. Because just having that goal that you want to get that promotion is it's great, but it's really not going to prompt you into taking daily action. OK, 
So standards is the one thing you want to think about. And I've given you a few examples. So just go on and brainstorm around your goal. What are the standards that you are going to come up with? And you can do this with your other goals as well, your personal goals, your fitness and health goals. It's a really great way of cementing your goal and making sure you are going into the year with the right headspace. The other reason I love standards is it's almost like you're making decisions beforehand. So you're not waking up on Monday morning and then thinking about, okay, how am I going to show up as a leader? You've already made those decisions right beforehand by thinking about what standards are you going to lead by and live by and apply in your work in the coming month, in the coming week. So that when Monday morning comes and that meeting is there, you're not starting to think about how am I going to show up? What am I going to do differently? How am I going to make sure that I stand out as the leader that I want to be seen as? You've already made those decisions beforehand. And it also just reduces that decision fatigue and helps you be present and helps you just maintain your energy and keeps you consistent, to be honest. It really helps you maintain those cognitive reserves so that you're not trying to make those decisions and have this decision fatigue every single day. You already have those standards, they are inbuilt, and you are holding yourself accountable if you don't have an accountability partner or a group in which you can be held accountable to these standards. Then you also want to think about your milestones, right? So think about milestones in the context of traveling right? We have all traveled somewhere at some point. And let me just give this example of where I live. So I live in Kenya and well, I work in Nairobi. Right now I have traveled to a place called Malindi or Mombasa, which is the coast off of Kenya. For me to get to Mombasa from Nairobi, I need to have a map, right? I need to know where I'm going. I need to know what the direction looks like. And I need to have some mile markers on the way to where I'm going, right? Because how will I know when I am halfway towards my destination? I need those mile markers to sort of tell me that, yes, I am still going in the right direction. So for you, what are those milestones? What are those mile markers that you are going to use as prompts or as, you know, affirmation that you are on the right road, that you are moving in the right direction? right? And KPIs at work could be one of them. It's not the only one, but think of your leadership style and it's different for everyone. For me, I know I'm a people's person. I love just rallying my team, just keeping them motivated, supporting them as much as possible because I realized a few years ago that I cannot do all the things myself and I really need the support of my team. And I want them to grow as well. So for someone like me, a milestone or a mile marker could be the number of people who resign, right? Or the attrition rate. Maybe I have a targeted attrition rate. It could also be the feedback that I get from 360 degrees. So that could be a milestone. And if it's a milestone, then it's something that I need to do, right? And it's something that I need to schedule in my calendar that every quarter I'm going to have these 360 degree feedbacks. Or every quarter I am going to look at what the attrition rate in my team looks like and then benchmark that against, you know, what is expected of someone at the level that I want to be at. Okay, that will tell me whether I am moving closer and closer towards that bigger goal of getting that promotion to that leadership position or whether I'm just in the same place that I was in when I started the year. So as we end this episode, I really want you to think about what are your standards 
what are those micro habits that you're going to continuously apply, right? And I know this is not easy and also don't overwhelm yourself with so many, right? Think about two to three really powerful or impactful micro habits, standards that you are going to live by in your workplace every single day. And then put a post-it note next to your laptop or in your office space or somewhere on your desk space to remind you of what those standards are. So that when you're in a funk, when things don't go as well as planned or when things are going really well, you can continue to remind yourself of what are those standards that you are going to hold yourself, that you agreed at the start of the year you're going to hold yourself accountable to because they exemplify the kind of person you need to be to make that goal a reality. And then think about what those mile markers are. How are you going to know whether you're moving in the right direction? How are you going to know whether you're moving closer and closer towards that goal? And lastly, I want you to think about support and it's really part of being intentional on your goals, right? It's all good and well to have clarity on what you want to achieve, but it's equally as important to be very objective and ask yourself, do I need support in achieving these goals? And support could be in different forms. So let's say, for example, you want to do a marathon. You need to very critically assess whether you have the capacity on your own to do what is needed to be ready for that marathon. Or do you need to maybe do some learning? Do you need to maybe go on a course or do you need to be part of a running club that will help you be accountable, right? And the same applies to your career. This is where I see a lot of women not taking advantage of the power of support, right? For me, I decided three years ago that I am never, ever going to do this work alone. Any career growth, personal growth, development, growth in my coaching practice, I made a very conscious decision that I will never do this alone. Because why would you want to do something alone when you could do it with others and achieve those goals much faster than when you're trying to do it alone? right? You have a lower chance or you have a higher chance of accelerating your career success when you are supported with the right kind of support that you need than when you're trying to figure it out on your own. So I want you to ask yourself, as you have gotten clarity on your goal, you have your standards, you have your milestones, can I actually do this alone? Or can I get support so that I can stay accountable, so that I can stay disciplined, so that I can stay focused and consistent Because that is what is required. You need to be consistent to create the momentum. And consistency does not come in doing something once, right? This is not like an, you know, Amazon where you order and then your order gets delivered and then boom, you have what you want, right? This is not that kind of thing that you do overnight and you see the results. You need to do this, be in practice of being that leader every single day. And your chances of doing that are extremely much more higher when you have the right kind of support, right? In the form of accountability, learning, coaching, there's so many different ways. You need to make that assessment of what kind of support you need. And I want to invite you to the Elevate Collective because I think this could be the very catalyst that you need in your career to turn those goals that you've been hoping for, that you've been working for, that you've been saying, someday I would love to become that director. Someday I would love to get this promotion. I really believe that I deserve this salary, but you just haven't taken action or you've just been hoping that someone will see what you want 
and someone will pay you and promote you and recognize you for what you rightfully deserve. So, ladies, the Elevate Collective is still open. We start on January 23rd, so you only have two weeks from the day that you listen to this episode, I believe. Two weeks or two and a half weeks thereabout to get into the collective. Please do not take this opportunity lightly because for one, you're going to be part of a powerhouse of women. The women who have already signed up have amazing goals that they're working for. They work in, you know, really, really high level organizations, must I say. Some of them are managers. We have a lady who's a director. Some of them are working towards getting to manager. And I think there's so much learning that you can get, even just besides the networking. There's so much learning, there's so much support you can get from being part of such a diverse but similar group of women who are going after big goals, right? So don't do this alone. You do not have to do it alone. And check out the link in the show notes. If you're not sure about whether the Elevate Collective is for you or not, just check out the link in the show notes. Book a time with me. Let's have a chat. Let's see where you are in your career and I will help you reach that decision on whether this is a good fit for you or not. But don't pass on this opportunity to, you know, really help you elevate your career and to really leap into getting those results that you want for 2023. I really want to see you at the end of this year looking back and, you know, needing a telescope literally to see how far you've come from. And this could be the very, you know, group, the very support, the very accountability and coaching and learning that you need all wrapped up in one program, six months with me and these amazing women who've already joined and, you know, raised their hand, who are already part of the collective. Okay, ladies, that is enough for today. I will see you in next week's episode. And I once again wish you an amazing, fantabulous, exciting year ahead. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Her podcast. If you found this helpful, I would be forever grateful if you left a review of the show right here on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. If you would like more support and inspiration to elevate your career, go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn at Rebecca Morioki. Or if you're an Instagram girl, let's connect over there. See you on the next show.